Welcome to Sonoma Ashram's podcast, Sunday Satsang with Babaji. With great love and respect in my heart, I welcome you to this auspicious evening. Auspicious, not suspicious. Auspicious. Why it is auspicious? It's auspicious because it's one day in the year that has been carved out to celebrate the sacred relationship of teaching and learning, guru and disciple. Teaching and learning has been happening since the days of yore. It happens in many ways, university, college, um, distant learning, these are all very new phenomena. In early days, a student will go to the teacher's place of living, spend some time in the company of the teacher, and learn mostly by observing, not by taking notes. Just the way a child learns from parents. Children pick up many traits from the parents without being taught. They just watch. So that's the old time-tested way of learning. The relationship between the guru and disciple is the relationship of love and trust. Just like a child has to have love and trust for the parents before he or she can really learn something. For any kind of relationship, any kind of learning or growth, love and trust has to be there. So guru-disciple relationship is the relationship of love and trust. All day long, it has been all about the Guru, people talking how wonderful the Guru is. But I think it's time for the disciple too. Without the disciple, the Guru is, is there. But just like the sun is there without the moon. When there is darkness, the sun is resting. Is the sun's light and the moon that's spreading the light on the earth in the darkness. Moon has no light of its own. It's the light of the sun that's illuminating it. And the moon is illuminating the darkness of the night with that light. Moon is constantly going in an orbit around the sun looking for that light. No matter where the disciple is, 
is always in that orbit so the light could fa keep falling on it and this day has been a beautiful uh, expression of that on our uh, zoom meeting people scattered all over the globe and how they are connected with the teaching and the guru and the ashram and in their own way they are spreading that light in their community it's a wonderful testament to what we are celebrating today i look at each one of you here every one of you why are you here you are here because of the love that love is the glue that joins the guru with the disciple everything this ashram that you see is an expression of that love everything that you see how coincidentally this guru purnima falls on july 5th a few years back on july 4th i came to this town knowing no one penniless totally empty handed just showed up because of the love and trust that has been showered upon me over the years it is the ex that ex fruition of that expression that you see when there is love and trust in our life we can accomplish anything anything nothing remains unaccomplished when there is love and trust between individuals so in other another word i will say guru purnima is a celebration of love and trust there is plenty of fear and mistrust and divisive thoughts and energy floating around in the air plenty of it there is no lack of that us and them so this little celebration that we are having about the union about the love and trust is even more so important in this day and age as i was saying the all day it has been about the praising the guru but i really wanted to make this evening about praising the disciple because guru has is another part that wants to pour but if this part is not ready to receive all the water goes on the ground gets wasted 
So, what you see all around here is an example of that energy has not been wasted. It has found its expression, it has found its fruition um, because of you. No matter where you are, whether you are in this town or you are scattered all over the globe, it filled my heart to see the people on the Zoom today that how they are a beacon of light in their own community. They are an example. They are making a difference. They are a presence in their community that Guru's words, the words that they have learned from this ashram, from my teaching, from my Guru's teaching, from my Guru's Guru's teaching, it has become a part of their life. And those words come spontaneously when the, there is a need. They're not going out um, trying to convert anybody, they just are. And the words spoken in an appropriate time, with the right intention, make a difference. So, what our ashram is, our family is, is very sweet family, it's a small family, but it's a very solid family. Because the foundation of this family is love and trust. Baba said, we are not teaching religion. We are teaching about being a good human being. As long as you are striving to be a good human being, you are a part of my family. You are a part of this ashram family. That's all. As long as that aspiration is there, that hunger is there, to just be a good human being. That no matter where I am, no matter what kind of people I'm surrounded by, may I be able to win their love and trust. That's enough to be part of this family. Each one of you I'm looking at, really, everyone has a unique relationship with me. No two, two are connected with me in the same way. Everybody has some little uniqueness. And this is the beauty. So, there is no competition, there is no looking at somebody else, you have a unique relationship with your Guru to explore your journey, to explore your soul. So don't ever try to compare yourself that somebody is closer to me than you. Each one is as close to me as is possible. My heart was filled with gratitude 
just thinking about from arriving hungry in this town on 4th of July few years back till today and I need no proof I need no validation everything has been has proved what I share with you what I have learned from my guru what I am passing on to you and what you pass on to others it's time-tested wisdom So how can we make this an evening of discipleship? What is a disciple? Disciple is like an empty pot ready to be filled clean part whatever is in the guru part pours into it but if the part has all kinds of debris in it all kind of muck in it the hole in it tilted it's going to flow out the guru hesitates It doesn't take very long to fill a pot, but the pot has to be positioned right with the right orientation. One of the definitions of the Guru is Gu Ru. Gu means darkness, Ru means remover. Remover of the darkness. What is the darkness in our life? The biggest darkness in a spiritual aspirant's life is doubt. Doubt. You want to go to the ocean. No matter which direction you walk, someday you will come to the ocean. No matter which direction you go, someday, if you keep going straight, someday you'll come to the ocean. But because of our doubt, we start walking and we don't have a map, we don't have, haven't met anybody, we are besieged with doubt and we keep changing our course. If somebody has walked, says, oh, go this way. We just keep walking and we get there. And we are fortunate if somebody says, if you want to go to the ocean, go to west, not east from Sonoma. You go east from Sonoma, someday you'll get there, but not in half an hour, an hour. So this is the beauty of the Guru. The, if I have established that relationship, then I listen. I don't bring my own mind. I don't say, yes, but I want this. 
Yes, but I want to go south, but I want to go to the ocean. So, in this relationship, a, a disciple is someone who is hungry for that, who is willing to make compromises, who is willing to let go of his or her likes and dislikes and ideas. Otherwise it just becomes a, like you are reading a textbook that you have, it's just non-knowledge. You acquire these things but it doesn't get anywhere without that inner disposition. Two disciples set out to find God. They were sitting under a tree, meditating. Narad, sage Narad appeared. They said, Oh Naradriji, we have been meditating here for so many years. Please tell us when we'll get enlightened. Naradji looked at them and he said, Well, as many lifetimes as there are leaves in this tree. One got up and threw away his asana and his water pot and he said, oh, this is too much. I'm not going to do this. The other one got up and danced in joy. Ah, oh, at least there is an end to it. <laughs> that very moment he was enlightened. We are very fortunate to have someone in our life that we can talk to, who has always our best in his or her heart. Guru wants to. Guru is not in the business of making a disciple. Guru is in the business of making a guru. Guru wants to make another Guru. So the light, just like lighting from a candle, from that candle, from that candle, the, the whole world is filled with light. I wasn't really going to give a satsang, but I saw you and Mike was there, so here I am, and um, but now while we are at it, let me um, introduce you to certain things. Uh, first, everything that you see here is all done by disciples. That's the one example of being a disciple. That whatever is happening. I'm participating in it, creating it. Otherwise, what is this? So everything that you see from this lawn to temple to these sails to the gr clean grounds to mowed lawns, flowers, it's done by disciples. And what 
is behind that is love. That is the expression of the love. This whole ashram is expression of that. So this whole ashram is really an expression of guru and disciple relationship. Is Adam here or he's gone? He's gone. People, you know, like Adam, how he steward. But now I'm not going to start taking names because everybody has a name in here. Everybody has something to do with creating this evening in here. So please know that it is the Guru within you that has inspired you that is in you in the form of that love that finds its expression in creating this. It One news I wanted to break to you as we continue on our spiritual evolution. You have talked about four ashrams of life. Come here. Now, this is old Demetrius. Old Demetrius is dead. Is he? See? Once you turn 75, you turn into another ashram. And if this is the teaching of the ashram, Somebody has to live it and model it and, and uh, be an example. And who could be a better example than Demetrius? He has been living at the ashram, dedicated fully, at the age of 75, cooking for the whole ashram, two meals a day. People are just... Um, surprised that a person at such an age could still put out so much energy. So I said, now it's time for you to enter in sannyas. And old Demetrius is dead. Now has emerged Dadu. So from today on, if you ever want to talk to him, <laughs> please respect the tradition. Please respect the walk that he is walking on. Dadu. Dadu Dayal was a great mystic in India. Compassionate mystic Dadu was. So I have named him with that after that mystic. So from today on, among you is living an aspiring mystic. So if he ever is goofy, <laughs> mystics can be goofy, you know, they could be crazy. 
they can throw rocks at you they could uh, run naked in front of you they're free to do whatever they want so he's free he's free but what is our dharma in, in the presence of a renunciate a mystic is we give our love and respect so this is the first time in my journey here i am giving this title to someone and to enter in the fourth ashram of sanyas calls for renunciation a renunciation of what it's easy to give up things from outside you have acquired something you give it up you will acquire it again you have bought something somebody likes it you give it to them and then you buy it again a real renunciation is give up something from inside you have no desire for it anymore tyag as long as you have desire it will come back so if you have ever thought about renunciation think about what are you giving up and it's a beautiful practice 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 pra practice of giving up if you're not giving up you are still trying to hold on to it then you are in misery things you were when you were young and beautiful and handsome and then there if you are still looking for the same kind of thing you are going to be miserable let it go it is already leaving you every day <laughs> look at yourself in the mirror so why are you running after it it's just a conditioning of the mind it's just the old habit it's addiction so tyag is a great virtue and so um, dadu dadu ji or dadu baba so i expect him not to be a busy dadu i expect him to be sitting under a tree somewhere with a book contemplation not his iphone with a wifi hopefully it's just a book or two and asan and just anybody comes in sit listen um to have that presence like here people say oh, i am old i am useless i am no good for anybody no you are very useful but not you are you're not useful to you're just carrying the same old stories and you know, talking about the same drama if you can become useful in your sanyas years if your mind is focused on something higher you're not talking about your your old things when you are talking about the higher things in that direction then you become a valuable asset to the community otherwise you are like a hungry ghost talking about the back thing old things so dadu dayal may the light of guru shine through you may you always find yourself surrounded with guru's light and it's not only my blessing it's the blessing of agoreshwar and our lineage
It's a responsibility. You want to say something? what you are going to say. <laughs> I've lived here for, I guess, I met Babaji 16 years ago. And at the time, I was looking for something, but I didn't know I was looking for Babaji. And someone said to me, you should go meet Babaji. And <clears throat> I was quite happy going to church at the time. <laughs> I, did not, I did not really have any interest. And one day, just because his insistence was so strong and I just wanted to have him stop. I said, okay, I will go and I will meet this Babaji. And then after I've met him, you can't tell me I have to go meet Babaji anymore. Well, he stopped. <laughs> and <clears throat> that was uh, 16 years ago. And when I first met Baba, I knew that he was somebody that I could feel relaxed around, that I could tell my story to. And over the years, I've had various relationships with Babaji. When I, when I first came here, I was very enthusiastic and dove right in and, and kept going for a very long time. And then for a while, <clears throat> you can have all kinds of relationships with a guru. I won't get into that one. But over the time, I, I came to realize what, what the value is in, in having a guru And without even thinking about it, so much of what used to be my life doesn't even exist anymore. And Baba would give suggestions. Sometimes I would take them. Sometimes I, they would linger. But usually what happened was over a period of time, whatever suggestion he gave, there I was, you know, whatever resistance I might have had to it. And <clears throat> I don't feel like I've given up anything. I don't. I feel like I've traded up, that I have far more than I ever had before. And I didn't acquire it. 
I think that it was a process of finding out a little something about myself and about the life that I've lived. And I don't know how much more I can say about that, but I hope every day will be a continuation of this journey and I look forward to uh, this part of my path. And I thank Babaji for having bestowed this honorarium on me that I need to live up to. <laughs> it's a task. <laughs> thank you. When you begin to walk on the path, there is no looking back, only looking ahead. That's all I know. When I started walking on this path, never looked back. Have a vision that you are aspiring towards, and there is so much to explore within, only when we drop the baggage. So much. With little patience and little guidance, with little devotion and dedication, we can experience the heaven that dwells within us. And there comes a time, no matter where you are, you become a magnet. Even birds and animals and cats and dogs and humans, they get attracted, they get pulled, they come. That magnetism develops by keeping your vision high. That's all I know. So, one doesn't need to be Dadu, have, who lived in the ashram, I think we can all aspire for that. Like Ajitji comes and sits under the tree with a book, and anybody can come and talk to him and talk about his English, Hindi and Sanskrit and teaching, and that's what he is spending his time for. So when you enter in your fourth stage of life, it doesn't mean that you have to go to the forest. All you have to do is think about you are useful. And you don't become useful by talking about your stories or listening to their stories. Talk about something higher. So have a vision, have an aspiration, and it all works out. Anyway, today I just wanted to honor Dadu Baba, Daduji among you and welcome him so you know officially um, and hopefully he will find some time in his will go on some silent retreats and with no phone 
just with a shoulder bag, with a couple of change of clothes, that's it. So, once you go with just uh, with a shoulder bag change of clothes, a part of you will cry, the fear. What will happen if I don't have it? Well, if you don't have it, you'll figure it out. So you, that, that's how you access that inner strength. If you always leave home with all the preparation and all the long list and all the suitcases, then it's just you're going on a vacation. But if you leave with trust, just nothing in your bag with a couple of change of clothes, then the journey, then the fun begins. So it's good for all of us sometimes. If you want to, try a little tapas, try a little austerity. Go on a little soul quest. I c you can do without it. It'll be a little tough, but not impossible. L when we have this kind of life, then there is fun. Otherwise, we are always living in fear. My, my prescriptions are running out, my supplements are running out, then what will I do? <laughs> you know, you're not going to die without supplements. It will, your body will be a little hungry, it will soak it up more next time you have him. Anyway, I just wanted to express this on this special day of Guru Purnima and Guru-Disciple relationship. Thank you all and each, I look at you and each and every one of you has such, have such a special place in my life and your presence gives meaning to Guru Purnima. Thank you all. Om Maharahara Mahadev Namah Parvati Pateh